Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. Oh, is this thing on? It's on. Brave Worship, episode 45. (laughs) You're listening to the Brave Worship podcast with Chrissy Nordhoff and Mary Beth Dodd. Brave Worship is all about encouraging women to write, lead, and live worship. Live at 45 in the basement, coming to ya. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Caffeine's kicked in, everybody. What is in here? What is in here? No one knows. Caffeine. Okay. Well, I'm just drinking tea, so I don't know why I just woke up, but here I am. Oh, wait. That kind of describes us. I'm coffee, and you're like the relaxed tea. I'm turmeric tea. It's actually turmeric ginger tea. Sounds terrible. Every morning. Well, if I got to pick, I would have coffee with heavy cream and a little sugar. That would be amazing. I, myself, am also drinking coffee with heavy cream. No sugar. But it's delicious. I love coffee. You should try it sometime. I know, too. I should. It makes should all the difference. It, then I'll pay for it. Just do so it. Just, just do it. Live in the now. Just don't. Remember last time I ate sugar and I couldn't hear for... <laughs> that happened okay let's not go there okay let's not I'm just telling you stuff happened. i actually ate gluten recently how'd you do not so good i got that hives on my oh, hand again no yeah okay. i keep thinking like it's gonna be fine this time it's fine but i was in new york city i ate a piece oh. of new york pizza it was not really worth it, it so i wonder what's gonna happen when we go to ireland next year if you're gonna be able to eat i'm gonna try it you are? yes you got to right, try the. Am I gonna try it with yes, you? because when you're that's I'm one of the scared. things with traveling all over. I'm like, I'm pretty good, but I have to like. If there's like a local thing that's like yeah. their thing. I want to try at least like a bite of it. Well, I just have to experience it and know that makes sense. But I think a lot of Irish food is potatoes, anyways, because one of our grandfathers got. St- <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be good. Whatever. It is. What? Here it comes. Are you ready? I'm ready. One of our grandfathers was kidnapped from Ulster County, Ireland, or Ulster. Oh province. yeah, I do remember seeing that during the potato famine. Oh no, the potato famine. There was a potato famine, famine, and he was sent over here. I guess Ohio. that was probably a big deal to Ohio. That's why we came they from Ohio. Them. Yes, that's where it all came from. That's why they all came from Ohio. Whoa! And he lived on the floor of somebody's kitchen, a judge. And was he, he also? Was he? Um, farming potatoes like was that part of it i don't know if they went out in the field and just grabbed them or what wow (laughs) this is so weird weird okay we'll find out you're welcome you're welcome guys you're welcome for this wisdom (laughs) only on brave worship podcast can you get this kind of digs when we go over there i have a feeling we're gonna find some more family stories i can't wait i'm super excited because you know all the guthrie ones yep it's gonna be awesome um yeah so, um, we wanted to share a little bit today about the spiritual significance of song as it relates to the five purposes 
of worship songs. So this was something we shared at the conference mm-hmm. that we thought maybe we'll just take this little nugget and let you guys hear a little bit about it. This is for free, guys. This is a free <laughs> extra right here on the podcast. I do. I love this. I love that. You know, I think we all kind of have an idea, especially if you're around a lot of songs. You're like, yeah, we kind of know like why we have these songs and what we're doing with them. And many of us spend our time crafting how to put songs together mm-hmm. in a service and how to prep for our, you know, our community that's around us. But I like how you've broken this down just because it organizes it. Mm-hmm. And it also causes you to think about as you're choosing songs, as you're writing songs, what is the purpose behind this? Yes. You know, where are we headed with this? So I can't well, wait. And I even think as you're planning worship sets... And, you know, like you mentioned, like choosing different purpose songs in the same set, I think is awesome. Because mm-hmm. then you just reach a wider range of need in the congregation. So, so true. So, um, I remember sitting down here not too long ago journaling and hearing the Lord say, every song has spiritual significance. And it really rattled me because, you know, here I am helping and mentoring and Sometimes, you know, I'm writing pretty much every day and, and I feel the same feeling that some people say to me, which is, okay, I just keep writing. Does this really matter? Like no one's hearing it. Hmm. Right. Well, I have 90% still of my songs, even as a signed writer, 90% of my songs don't see the light of day. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, but the Lord said every song has spiritual significance. So it's a lot like prayer, how, a lot, you know, a lot of times we'll pray and we'll pour our heart, heart out to the Lord. And and a small percentage of the time, or maybe half, up to half maybe, in my life at least, I'll get an answer of some kind. And then the other half, I don't really see whatever happens with that prayer. Do you ever feel like that? Mm, yeah, I definitely do. So you send it up and you can't see what's happening. But in Chronicles, it talks about... Um, Second Chronicles 20, it says, As they began to sing in praise, the Lord sent ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, the Bible shows us how powerful our prayers are. Sometimes we see it. But Ephesians also says our struggles against um, is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, authorities, powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So when things are happening in the heavenly realms, that's really where I think we can't see it a mm. lot of times. I think that's true, and I think sometimes we're not going to know until we get to heaven. We'll yeah. get to. I'm hoping we'll get to see those prayers and those songs that are like an yeah. aroma, right? Doesn't it talk about that in Revelation that yeah. it's like it's like incense, you know? So that'll be really cool. Ooh, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, it'll be really fun to to get to follow. I mean, can you imagine how much detail of our lives that will be to be able to experience? I mean, yeah, it will take a really long time just to unpack our own lives. Mm. Let alone, you know, Bible characters or all these other people we want to learn about. Yeah. So, with that in mind, um, I began to see really five purposes of worship songs. And again, I want to say they are all significant. So, I think a lot of times people shoot for one type, and we'll talk about that. But all of these matter to the kingdom of God. All of them. So, the first one is um, a worship song just for the sake of blessing God alone. In Psalm 101, it says... I will sing of your love and justice. To you, Lord, I will sing praise. And an example of that would be Revelation song. 
which is hilarious because yes, they got bigger than that. But if you listen to the words, that song was just being sung to Jesus, right? And there's other songs like that. But for me, a lot of times that'll look like me just sitting at the piano by myself, playing and singing to the Lord and no one ever hears it except Jesus. Um, so that's an important worship song. That's an important type. Um, the second one is to bless God and me personally. So I found this in Exodus twenty three twenty five. Worship the Lord your God and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take sickness from among you. How cool is that? Hmm. Just that, you know, you worship. And, and honestly, we don't go into worship expecting to get something. Like, that's not why. But sometimes just just as an effect of our hearts, he gives back, you know, mm. and it's a blessing. I love that. Somebody brought up the verse the other day that in his presence is fullness of joy, mm. you know? So it's like, how could you not in his presence experience some kind of change when you're really in his presence, you're yes. changed, you know, yeah. every time. And even if it is just that joy rubbing off on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So an example of, this would be good, good father. Like you're a good, good father. That's who you are. And I'm loved by you. And, and for me, sometimes like I'll be sitting at the, at the piano playing, singing to the Lord. And then I'll hear him say something back in my heart. It's sort of, he's talking back to me, giving me some kind of word or a picture or something. And that's, that's what that type of song feels like to me. Um, the third kind is to bless someone else in their relationship with God. Psalm 43 says, He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. An example of this would be, O come to the altar, where it's an invitation. The Father's arms are open wide. Um, for me, this could look like writing songs for other churches. Like um, I sit down and I'm trying to help them verbalize the heartbeat of their church, what God's speaking to their church. It's for them. It's for someone else in their relationship with God. Um, and then the fourth kind is to praise God corporately, to bless God and edify the body. Now I'm talking about your body, wherever you are. Psalm 95 one says, come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. An example of this is Jesus, we love you. Um, and for me, it, th- it makes me think about times when I've sung spontaneously just with my local church like or my little group of friends. I hear something and we just start singing it. And it's just for us in that moment. Um, and it also makes me think of there was a lady in our church that had cancer for a long time. And so, you know, as I was writing... She was my filter many, many times for what I was writing because hmm. I knew she'd be singing it, you know, or thinking of a specific person in your congregation. That's awesome. And then the fifth kind to worship God with the world in thanks or praise. So Psalm 98 4 says, Shout to the Lord, oh, wait, sorry, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth, burst into jubilant song with music. An example of this is, How great is our God? and shout to the Lord. And for me, that song was your great name. But again, I would say your great name started with 
me sitting at the piano playing to the Lord. I wasn't thinking about today I'm going to sit down and write a song for the world. world. No, but I think a lot of times that's what people do. And in fact, a lot of times people, I'll have a co-write with somebody and they'll say, I want to write your another song like your great name today. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> well, I, like I would like to do that too. But I feel like the times we sit down and that's our goal to write a number five for it to reach the whole world. I think the majority of the time that never happens mm. because your, um, your intention is going outside of, I feel like what God wants your heart to be doing in mm-hmm. that moment, which is worship. So, um, anyways, I just wanted to give you guys freedom in knowing that whether you write a number one, which just blesses God, nobody ever hears, or you're writing number four or whatever, even a number five, um, God really picks where they go and the purpose. You don't pick the purpose. You choose to worship, and then God picks the purpose. I love that. And it makes me think, too, of, um, you know, when we talked to Darlene, and she said when she wrote Shout to the Lord, she was just at her piano, and her girls were just playing around her feet, you know, at the piano. And it's like, she was not writing that with the intent of, I hope this makes me a ton of money and makes me famous, you know? (laughs) She wasn't thinking that. And I think the sooner people can... I don't know, grasp that, go Mm -hmm. back to that. Maybe what, why did you ever first start writing? Mm -hmm. You know, it was probably pouring out of your heart. If you're writing worship stuff, when you first started and you can some, sometimes get to that place where it's like, well, now I got to make money. Well, now I got to feed my family. Well, now I, you know, and sometimes you get caught up in that whole thing. And the reality is you just got to go back to the reason why you started to that worship, to that outpouring Mm -hmm. and trust God to bless that stuff, you know, and to care for your needs and, and to maintain a humble heart before him, you know, and not a heart that's looking for anything else. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, you're right about Darlene. That's exactly right. And it's almost hilarious when you hear you say it out loud. Yes. Know? Like, But it happens in your heart and it can easily happen. And so I think that's where we come back to that daily practice of spending time with the Lord and maybe not even spending time worshiping but just spending time with god mm-hmm. in general and um and just letting that soak your heart so when you do sit down to worship or you do go into a co-write um your heart's already in the right place and you don't have to do any adjustments yeah i think those days where you're doing a lot of adjusting it's going to be really difficult to get you know something that will be um I don't know what the word is. Influential on other hearts or impactful. That's mm-hmm. the right word. Impactful yeah. for other hearts. If your heart, you can hear a heart through song. And that's, I mean, honestly, it's kind of scary because it's a lot of responsibility. Um, but the ones the ones that are supposed to, to fly, the Lord carries. And you can't do anything about it. I mean, you saw that whole process mm-hmm. for me with your great name. The, it was just so weird. Like, I didn't, I couldn't believe somebody finally liked one of my songs. Like, well, and it's like you had other really great songs, and sometimes your like most known song isn't even your favorite song, right? Right. right. But it just happens like that. It's like God says, "I need to use this right now in yeah. this time in this generation." And yes. yeah. and there's something freeing about that too for people who are out there striving to get yeah. that song that it's like, just trust him. Yeah. Trust him with it, you know? 
And be okay if you never get a number five. Be okay with that. Because I would I would venture to say probably over 90% of the songs that the church needs are not a number five. Mm. So be okay fitting in the other 90% because we still need you. There's still a need. There's you know, you might have a friend that really needs the song that you just wrote. And it means something completely different coming from you than the radio. You know? Yes. When it comes from a relationship, it's something completely different. So Absolutely. Be okay with that. For sure. You have freedom. I love it. And you have purpose. Absolutely. So, anyways, hope that helps give you guys a little insight and even as you're leading, like we talked about. Yeah, for sure. So, and choosing songs. Think about which ones um, have different purposes and mix it up a little bit for your congregations. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. And make sure you connect with us at our Brave Worship community on Facebook. And follow us on Instagram at Brave Worship. And you can also find us at braveworship.com. You've been listening to the Brave Worship Podcast with Dove Award-winning songwriter Chrissy Nordhoff and worship leader and music pastor Mary Beth Dodd. Visit braveworship.com forward slash free song and sign up for the email list to get updates on all the latest Brave Worship events, conferences, and retreats. Plus, get free songs to use in your next worship service, complete with chord chart and track. Also, find out how you can join Chrissy and Mary Beth in person at the next Brave Worship Conference. Simply visit braveworship.com forward slash conference to learn more. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation. You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus, You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.